Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. So, uh, so how do you feel about uh, being a guest on Interview of the Experts? This is quite an honor for you, really, isn't it? No, it is. <laughs> I could, I could see that. I could sleep. I could sleep last night knowing I was going to be interviewed. <laughs> I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, your insomnia is uh, really throwing up your voice this morning too. <laughs> so we're going to talk a little bit about condos, Vic. What, what's the difference? What's the deal with condos? What should people be concerned about when they're buying a condominium? The only difference with condominiums and a freehold home is the condo declaration, okay? That controls and affects what you can do on a day-to-day basis with not only the condo unit, but also outside the unit. For example, where do you park? Uh, Who's shoveling the driveway? That sort of thing. Uh, So there are some controls when you're in a condo as opposed to freehold. Now, having said that, freeholds also have a control, which is the city bylaws, right? So you can't paint your garage door fluorescent pink. It just won't work. The city would be all over you. Right. Yes. So the control is there, but not as stringent as with a condo. Right. Right. Now there's it, there seems to be like uh, some rules or some bylaws that that almost supersede other laws. Like for example, if I have a a single detached mm-hmm. property or even a single family or a semi detached property that I'm renting to a to a tenant, I they have to you know they have certain rights under the you know of course uh, of course under the Landlord and Tenancy Act. Uh, in terms of what they can and can't do, but when they come into a condo, some of those some of those rights disappear. Do they not? Uh, they do and they don't. Uh, I'll backtrack a little. For example, let's go back to the tenant situation. Okay, um, in a condo, for example, a condo corp can tell a unit owner no pets are allowed. Period. Okay. Okay, and the unit owner must comply to that. However, if I, as the unit owner, rent to let's say you. Okay, mm-hmm. and you happen to have a dog. Mm-hmm. The condo corp cannot stop you from having a dog because the Landlord Tenant Act supersedes the Condominium Act. Oh, I see. Okay, so that so it's it, yeah, it's sort of amazing wow. that the condo corp can control you, the unit owner, but not the tenant. Oh boy, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's it, it, so every situation is different depending on what you want to do. It, it may or may not affect you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now there was but, there was some talk a little while ago about. Um, you know, it's being careful with uh, renting out condos that were built before a certain time, like 1979 or 1980 or, you know, something along those lines. Do you know anything about that? I haven't heard anything that's concerned that way, no. I mean, when you are rent condos, you have to make sure the condo allows it. Okay. Okay. Some condos do restrict who you can rent to. Right. Um, some condos, for example, say you can rent but not to students. Oh, you know, I see. Okay. Other Others say only single families can rent there. And so if you are planning on buying it or renting a unit that you already own, better make sure the condo allows it. All right. So just protect yourself with clauses and whatnot. Yeah. Make sure that yeah. you're not getting into now, a situation. I mean, I can speak, yeah, exactly. I can speak specifically to the city of Waterloo, which has now created its own bylaw, mm. whether you're in the condo or not, and you have to comply with a whole host of other things now in order to rent. Right. Yeah. 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 That's that's a whole other kettle of fish. That's, yeah. a, whole, that's a whole other topic all by itself. Yeah, maybe you should call me for another one next time. <laughs> well, I'd like to call you, but it's so tough to get through to you. I mean, oh, see, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have I, I'm I'm selling a condo uh, project down here in Cambridge, and oh. um, 
it, it's a it's a true condominium in every sense of the word. Like it's it, it is right. in fact a condo. But you know, a lot of people now are sort of confused with this whole freehold condo yeah. status. So yeah. what's uh, tell us a little bit about that? What's what's the difference between the two? First of all, what makes a condominium? Uh, in in the uh, in what makes a, a condo freehold? Like, what's the difference? Okay, yeah, it, it's all, it's also a core contradiction. Yes, exactly. Either your condo or your freehold. Which one is it? Right. That's right. That's okay. Right. What you were speaking of about the properties that you've listed right now, the the true condos in the true sense, what that means is basically you own the unit, but everything outside of your unit is controlled by the condo corp, including the driveway, you know, the front door, the front windows. They're all controlled the mowing of your lawn, et cetera, all controlled by the condo corp. You Correct. just own your unit within the drywall space, and that's it. Right. That's your true condo. Okay? Right. Now what they've created is what what they call a freehold condo, which is a contradiction. I call it semi-condos. Right. Um, basically, let's say it's a townhouse situation. You own the entire lot, not only the building, the townhouse itself, but the lot that the townhouse sits on. And you can, and you have to maintain everything in that lot, from the roof, the windows, the front door, the lawn, the the driveway, the entire works, as if it's a freehold. However, the main thorough street and the parking for the visitors, etc., that is controlled by the condo. Oh, I see. Okay. So, in a true condo, you maintain nothing except for inside your drywall. In these, what I call semi condos. You you actually maintain your your lot like it's your freehold home, and they control the main thoroughfares, the main landscaping, that kind of thing. I see, I see. So basically, it's 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 anything that's sitting on a piece of property with an undivided interest, so to speak, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. I get it. I get it. But All right. again, owning that lot doesn't mean that you can throw fences up wherever you like and whatever. Right. You sold st- again by Corp. You still have to com- comply to the bylaw. To the bottom. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Now, getting getting to that, like I I know what some condos, and I've even seen some write ups in the paper recently, where you know there's people that own freehold condos, and uh, you know their roof is coming up for you know for needing repair, and uh, you know of course they they want to protect their investment, so they they replace it, but their neighbor doesn't replace it, and right. now they're concerned about you know first of all aesthetics, it doesn't look nice. And uh, secondly, you know, they're they're concerned about potential damage to their property because they can only, you know, cover the roof to, you know, to the limits of, of their unit. What's mm-hmm. what's the situation there? Do, does the bylaw actually address anything that, you know, you are responsible for your roof, but if you don't fix it, then they can fix it? Or is there exactly. any? They, they do do that, do they? The, 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 yeah, the bylaws are different. Every condo corp, private corporation, shall we say. So it's created with its own bylaws, its own declaration. Mm-hmm. No two are identical. There's no real statute that says it has to say this or that. However, in, in, the, in their attempts to make the, the function well, they do have stipulations. All condo corps have stipulations about a, before you do any major work like the outside work, mm-hmm. you get our permission. In the right. course of getting that permission, they force a unit neighbor, neighboring unit to comply as well. I see, I see. Right? And they'll tell you that before you do any work, we need to approve everything you do, the types of shingles you use, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, they right. maintain consistency because the condo corp has to look great the whole time. It benefits all unit owners because if you get some guy who owns a unit and he's cheapening out all over the place, mm-hmm. not with the roof, et cetera, it brings down the property value of the entire project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So they're aiming to make sure the project looks nice aesthetically and is maintained well throughout its existence. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Now, with regards to the reserve fund, like one of the things, like I know when we when we sell a condo, we obviously make it conditional on on having your lawyer review the status certificate and the rules and regulations and that sort of thing. Um, with regards to the reserve, uh, first of all, what do you what do you typically look for? Okay, um, the the standard re- rationale to look at is: Do they have enough money per unit for major repairs? Now, with the reserve fund, what they do, they, they actually, the status certificate has a ton of documents in it. And I think anybody who ever sees a condo status certificate will know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. It, it's a stack about an inch thick of mm-hmm. paper. Mm-hmm. In there, in, with the reserve fund, there's an actual reserve fund study, which basically, I'll give you a short of it. Engineers go in every three years, look at the property, decide what future repairs are coming up, what they're predicting. That is then sent to an accounting firm, which then decides where the reserve fund should be in the next two, five, 10, 15 years. And then they send it over to the condo corp, who then decides what your condo fee should be to make sure we hit those targets. The goal is that we have enough money for roof repairs that are coming up 10 years from now. So 10 years from now, we don't go to the unit owner saying, by the way, we need an extra thousand because we don't have enough in reserve. Uh-huh. Okay? Um, so what we do is we look at exactly what the engineering report said, what the accountants have said, and then see if the reserve fund is dead on target. If it is, great. If right. it isn't, well, then we regularly refer to the client that, look, you might be facing a special assessment in the future. Mm-hmm. Now, how common are these things? Do you see them quite often or no? Uh, see what the special, the special assessments? No, no. I mean, Condacorps Condor Corp, are ma- managed by a professional company. They're managed well. Mm-hmm. Right? And, uh, in fact, Minimac just started a couple of years ago with this reserve fund study that has to be done a couple of years ago. It's been about eight years. Every three years, every condo corp must legally do these reserve studies. So nowadays we're seeing less and less of special assessments because nobody's letting the reserve go to pot. I see, I see. So so there's a there's a watchdog, so to speak, uh, yeah. keeping an eye on making sure that you're running this thing properly, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Now, so when I, you know, one of the things that come up when I'm talking to people as well is they're always concerned about, you know, condo fees going up. Uh, you should almost be more concerned about the condo fees not going up, really, then, right? Because in the grand yeah. scheme, of, in the grand scheme of things, you could get stuck with a big bill at the end of the day, right? Exactly. Yeah. Now, yeah. typically, condo fees do go up. As some condo fees include hydro or gas or water, mm-hmm. right? And if you're a free homeowner, your fee, your your cost would be going up anyways, mm-hmm. right? Uh, same with maintenance and so forth. Everybody's going up every year. It does. Inflation's what it is, right? Mm-hmm. So it does go up. Um, but yeah, so you should be seeing your reserve funds go up every now and then. Um, but if there are, it shouldn't be major. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, uh, I think we've probably beaten the subject to as much as we can beat it to. Uh, no, I could talk about this all you know, for lunch. <laughs> Actually, I'd love to go for lunch. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm busy. <laughs> I figured. I figured as much. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Uh, anyway, uh, nope. so if anybody has any questions, uh, obviously with regards to condos or any other real estate for that matter, Vic, how can they? How can these people get a hold of you? Telephone, email? Oh. Yep, very easy. Uh, telephone would be 519-744-8585. And email is probably the fastest way to get in touch with me. I think you know that, Walter. Yep. Uh, my direct email. Well, I don't know. You keep, you, keep, you keep deleting mine, so... Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Actually, I don't know how you still get through, but anyway. <laughs> Victor <laughs> at V for Victor, H for Hussein, law, L-A-W, dot C-A. Perfect.
All right. Well, thanks again, Vic. Thank you, Walter. All Take right. Care. Perfect. Bye-bye.